what makes the good life the good life. This podcast is on a mission to find out. Join us as we explore the hidden gems of rural life, the growing entrepreneurial opportunities, and share some of the most interesting stories you may not have heard. Venture to all four corners of York County as we chat with some of the best people the heartland has to offer. Because when it comes to quality of life, it's all about keeping it local. Brought to you by the York County Development Corporation, this is 17 County. Thank you for joining me today. I am joined with uh, Charmé Glaus. Uh, she's with McLean Beef. She's also a bookkeeper here for McLean McLean Farms. Um, I'm also joined by uh, Janet McLean, um, the, uh, one of the owners and operators of McLean Beef and McLean Farms. Um, so yeah, we'll just kind of jump right into the to the podcast. Uh, talk to me a little bit about how um, McLean Beef became a thing from McLean Farms. Well, um, my family has raised cattle. Um, we've had a feed yard here for over 70 years. And over those years, we've developed top quality beef. And my dad, Max, he's been in charge of the development of the cattle and has an eye for picking the highest quality cattle for um, our McLean beef retail uh, side of things. Uh, McLean beef started in 1999. Uh, First, they were just selling quarter, half, and whole beef uh, to neighbors and friends that wanted also the quality beef and and dry-aged beef, um, which is a little different than what they were getting in the stores. It's kind of nice that just your local friends and family kind of came up to you and said, hey, you know, I want to buy your meat instead of someone else. That had to feel, you know, pretty great, you know, to to have that kind of shift and everything, I'm sure. Yep, I think, yeah, the demand was there and, you know, looking for, yeah, better, better beef and so we're like, well, we can share. We can share our, <laughs> our we quality. We got to go beef. around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, and yeah, nineteen ninety nine. Like I said, I was only eleven, <laughs> and so when they started started the business, and so I wasn't involved a whole lot then. Um, but kind of when high school came around, I started um, helping out more, uh, going to farmers markets in the summers and and helped uh, marketing and sales that way. So, um, and then after that, I think, or when I was in high school, uh, Jeanette, my mom, started selling individual cuts of beef. Um, and So you're more so, like your sirloins and ribeyes and stuff like that. You're, yep. I don't want to call them specialty cuts or whatever you want to call them. But yeah, yeah, more the, the individual steaks and then specialty products, you know, like your... Um, Deli roast beef, summer sausage, Polish dogs, that sort of stuff. Um, Really, I think, started when we started going to the local farmer's markets, and she would sell out of coolers, (laughs) a bunch of coolers she would take in the back of her van. On 6th Street, Street, just north of the courthouse. In York, yeah. Just just tons of probably 55-gallon coolers just filled. That's how we did. It was a lot of work back of a pickup and yeah yep. I'm sure yeah yeah yep. nice little tent for shade no know. no no shade no, no, oh. tent. no tent. It <laughs> might have been a little warm yeah those yeah, first few it was, years but it was a lot of work no that, but I'm sure yeah it's pretty good though the, getting your name out though those first few years is very yes. important yes. very important so yeah talk a little bit about the transition to um, online sales how you guys picked that up um, after um, your first few years of going so we think in about 2005, uh, we had a, 
um, a company uh, help us set up a website and then uh, to set up our sales on our website. So uh, he helped us out really getting the our name out there and advertising online. Um, so that helped us, he really helped us get our, our website going and our online orders. Still back then we'd have just around maybe the Christmas time. You'd have certain um, seasons you knew yes, you were busy. It's yes. not like, you know, all summer long you mm -hmm. were constantly selling product or anything like that. You knew Christmas, Thanksgiving, you might get a little quick rush, but mm -hmm. other than that, it might be some friends and family, you know, periodically. Yeah, and uh, Jeanette would go to the go to the uh, vet clinics or the the medical clinics and get their leftover insulated coolers and which we still do now just to kind of lower the cost and mm -hmm. of for the customers so we can ship it and and uh, package it at a reasonable rate. That is a unique way to kind of reuse like what's already out there and not have to you know waste costs on buying you know these insulated coolers if you're gonna if they're gonna throw them out you know you guys have use for them that's that was a really great idea to kind of we've hardly reuse. ever bought any new coolers but now with our new facility going up i imagine we'll have to, <laughs> to buy some new ones with our logo on it or something i don't know no that's um, really cool but, but yeah we recycle that and then the gel packs we also received from the uh, vet clinics and then uh, we got we received dry ice from our local grocery store. Oh, and they perfect. get their produce on Mondays and Tuesdays. So we only shipped on Mondays and Tuesdays. Oh, great! Yeah. We still have that as a rule. That's a nice little relationship to be able to yeah. you know take you know what they consider trash and you guys use as exactly yeah tools mm -hmm. yeah. So online sales has been going for about fifteen years. How has your like portfolio kind of evolved of like products that you offer and. How have you chosen, you know, I know you have dry aged, like how did you chose dry aged over like some other way that you could have done it, I guess? Mainly, um, you know, we want to be separate from everybody else and dry aging um, is when you hang the carcass uh, for two to three weeks um, and it kind of gives it that more beefy flavor. Uh, it's what this the process they've used um, many years ago um, and now that the world has evolved in quickness or you know not waiting and and everyone wants it now kind of a deal it's kind of changed to more of the the wet age process of just cutting the meat up right away um, but we not very many people do dry aging and so that's kind of why we have stuck to that um, and what sets us apart no, definitely. That's that's cool. That's um, yeah. It's definitely a unique way to kind of um, you know separate yourself. You know, like you said, you know, you got to have that niche product that mainly you know separates yourselves. You know, that's really cool. So what what does a customer have to do differently with like a dry age product compared to like an is there you know if someone's never cooked like a dry age is there anything different that person needs to do or anything? Eh, you just don't need to use any seasonings. Yeah. <laughs> you you can actually... It. You don't have to inject it with any flavors either. <laughs> you can actually get the full beef flavor. You just um, throw it out and throw it right on yeah, the grill and you're yeah. good to go. Right. Beef, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I've never had one. So, yeah, I'm going to have to have to try <laughs> some of those out. Yeah, for sure. Um, they look the same. Yeah, they do. Yeah, I've never... Oh, yes. I've never yeah. yeah. It looks the same. The and same. we... 
we um, make sure that it's high quality as far as the grade goes. Um, we don't pay for a grader, but we know what upper choice looks like and what mm -hmm. prime looks like. So um, that's the meat that we sell. Definitely, yeah. I mean, yeah, over years, I mean, yeah, you can definitely tell, I'm sure. So I guess how has, um, you know, your involvement, um, Charmé, kind of evolved? I know you started officially in 2011, um, but what? how has your kind of involvement kind of evolved over the years? So, uh, yeah, for many years, I've McLean Beef has just kind of been my part-time job or, you know, evenings, weekends, summer break during college and stuff like that. Um so it's it's been mainly the marketing for that uh, and then i decided yes to go to with go full time with mclean what have been some challenges i guess over the years as you guys have you know been going around for yeah almost 20 years now so or just over 20 years now so what have been some of those challenges through the years well um you know we mclean beef has been pretty small um for the fact that we really haven't done a whole lot of marketing and really pushing our product because, well, right now we've found the, our biggest challenge is getting our, our beef butchered mm -hmm. at a USDA facility um, for us to be able to sell our beef. So that's really limited to us to advertising because we don't have the meat. And um, yeah, it's, it's been that's been the main challenge um and yeah storage uh we have a bunch of deep freezes here we don't have a huge walk-in freezer or anything like that so um yeah we've just been relying on word of mouth and little little advertising over facebook and emails and that's about it so but yeah our biggest challenge right now is you know when we're growing into our new facility and kind of how to get that to be successful so certainly certainly um so what have been some positives i guess that you've had over i just don't want to highlight you know any challenges but have been some great moments that you've had over the last 20 years um we've definitely been growing i think we've been growing every year and may have may be small but i even in the last probably two or three years we've grown quite a bit our online sales people are looking for small you know small family-owned businesses that have you know quality product and so I think that has helped us um, people are wanting to know where their meats coming from mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so that's been positive and with this COVID stuff um, you know the spring was amazing for us we were sold out of pretty much everything oh, Wow <laughs> for a couple months there and we had a waiting list and you've had some you know unique kind of programs you know through the cross county program that you guys kind of are part of we've had the opportunity we've actually started beef booster program bruning davenport um that was our first school that we provided before um and we thought this program was great um it's donated money uh from the local community to provide kids with locally grown beef and it's also a program to give these kids in schools the education of where their their food comes from you know the the, the life the process of yep. you know how to get food to table yep. mm -hmm. and uh so we thought you know bruning davenport started this program or we took it to cross county and 
you know, Cross County's in the program now for four or five years. So it's been really nice. And, you know, the schools have been really supportive of it. And we're happy to supply. About how much do you rough numbers on how much you supply during a school year? Four beef a year. Um, to, to beef Cross to, yeah. to Cross County. Two beef to Bruni Davenport. And three beef probably to Cross County. And when you say three, like a full cow? A full, yes. Yep. And those can be donated animals, which we've had, mm-hmm. or the beef booster programs are buying the beef from us, and then we take them to our USDA facility. Um, but it's been very well received. Good donations, monetary donations come in, because you do have to pay for the processing mm, yep, yep, <laughs> as yep. well. And, um, and the animals... You know, that's kind of hit and miss because our animals are, are always ready. Mm-hmm. We, we always grow animals that are ready all year round. Some of the local farmers just have them ready. Seasonal. Seasonal. So mm-hmm. we have to respect that and, and fit those in. Mm-hmm. As best possible. Yeah. And so what other schools? You, you mentioned Bruning Davenport, Cross County. Are there other schools that are? Deschler. Um, but there are there are multiple schools across Nebraska that are getting dope they have the beef booster program through a different um, avenue yep. yes yeah yeah yep. but those yep. are the ones kind of we supply right now um we are willing once we get a facility hopefully willing to to bring more schools on board that so don't you are have wanting to expand yeah yeah. Yes. yeah yeah that's awesome i mean we great. think it's very important for the the kids to be educated on where their food comes no no doubt i think it would be a, a great you know and if i could help you know, a goal to kind of get york county you know mm-hmm. all supplied so i think that would be something awesome yeah. um, These... where all the schools in york county are eating local beef right. i think that would be awesome and you do need to work the schools need to have a, a program that they have to go through so it is a tax write-off for okay the, for so the people that donate oh cool so yeah, yeah. so they work it through a seal through your through your, 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 your 501c3, 501C3. Yes, yep. I'm yeah sorry. we have a, yeah yeah so yeah i think a lot, most of our area schools have a foundation that they yes. can or a booster club that they could channel this through mm-hmm. so that would be awesome that's awesome um, so yeah, we, we mentioned it a little bit, but let's kind of get into the, the meat and potatoes, if you will, um, the expansion project out by the interstate. Um, talk to me a little bit about how that kind of came into fruition and um, what your guys' kind of uh, plan for that kind of looks like, your vision, if you will. Yeah, we've actually been talking probably in more than a year of you know having our own facility where we can we can process and sell our beef all in one place. Um, And we've had this opportunity come up uh, out by the interstate in York, and we're just really excited about it. Well, it's a great location, Um, not only for the producer to bring their animal to our facility, it's, it's in York, so we're in the middle of the state. Mm-hmm, <laughs> you know, so people off interstate can either bring their animals. I mean, it's just a good for that reason. The custom exempt, we call those people that have their own animals that we process for them. And then we also have the retail part where if you come off the interstate and you want to pick up a, a gift box of steaks for somebody on your and you're heading back to Lincoln or whatever. You know, we just think the location was was a really good fit. The building itself fits really well mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, with the drains that were already in there. And and uh, again, all of the activities that go on will be inside the building. And this is efficiency, uh, why we want to do it this way. 
Um, the harvesting will be on one end of the building and the processing kind of in the middle and then on the uh, east end will be the retail. And um, it's just in-house um, laborers, you know, we can, we need help in one area, they can come help in a different area. You'll have everyone I think right it'll be very there. efficient mm -hmm. that way and, and hopefully one big happy family. I mean, I just want to have everybody feel um, like they really want to come to work the next day. Definitely. And so, you know, as a customer, if I show up, what are going to be some different ways um, or different things that I could purchase there? Are you still going to have your patties and your ribeye or is it all going to be dry aged? Or are you going to offer, you know, regular steaks or I guess what kind of, are you going to expand your product line? I guess what's that going to look like? Um, it will be all of our products that we have right now. Um, we are planning to add a fresh um, right now, all of our meat is frozen, uh, but we're planning to do a fresh line. So um, it'll still be dry aged. It'll be all our dry aged beef. Um, we'll just have the opportunity of hopefully customers can come in and do custom cuts. Like if they want a two inch ribeye uh, oh, okay. rather than a, typical one. a one inch ribeye. Yeah, just mainly if you want a thicker steak, we'd be able to cut that up for you there. Um, and then we will also have our frozen line as well um, of individual steaks and ground beef um, and patties. Uh, and then what's really cool is we hope we can get working is our, our vending machine, our, our meat vending machine, um, which is just going to be great. Um, after hours, you can go in and see your whatever ribeye New York, sirloin steak that you want run your credit card and whatever open the slot and take your steak and go on your day and so i think that's really cool um and something new and different for the community so. i think that's going to be a really cool that after hours of you if however that i'm just a my mind's racing with what a, a meat men vending machine could look like but i'm i'm gonna um i'm very excited for the opportunity on like a weekend if you know i'm having friends over and you guys aren't you know you're open till only three and i have you know friends over and we need a few extra you know hamburger patties i can just run and grab something or if you have bratwurst or whatever you guys put in there i think that's going to be you know really cool or even those um, you know, people that work late shifts or things like that and aren't able to get out there. I think that's going to be really cool. We should and, mention too that we are we do have a smoke smoke room, okay. so we will have processed meat like smoked brisket or you know Polish dogs, like you said, and of course the cured bacon's and the cured hams. Oh, that'll um, be great. So yeah. So, so you're yes, planning on doing beef room. and pork processing oh, yes, out I'm, there? I'm, yep. Yes. And will that, I guess, um, this is maybe a little bit more into the weeds, but does that need to be separated? Is that going to be two separate areas, your beef and your pork processing, or is that just sterilization in between? It can be processed in the same fab room, mm -hmm. and um, as far as the aging room where the carcass is hanging, they have to be separated. But mm -hmm. with pigs, you don't need to age them. No, that, that that makes that makes great sense. So it's awesome to have that, you know, um, smoked meat, smoked cheeses. I think that provides smoked cheese is another biggie I want to like to try. Some yeah, that'll be some unique, um, you know, unique products to your area because our area we just don't we don't see you, you either got to drive somewhere to go get something like that, but it'll be mm -hmm. great to just have something local like that instead well, of having to so. head, so, head instead <laughs> of having to go somewhere for that. And so that is exciting to 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 hear. And so. That's that's kind of all I have for you all. Um, is there anything that you guys you know want to you know say to kind of wrap up? I like to usually leave 
last you know couple minutes to kind of if you want to promote something say anything about the store um, you know that you know I just want to kind of give you the opportunity to kind of promote yourself and say whatever you want so mm -hmm. the floor is yours to just kind of promote and sell yourself <laughs> <laughs> well we are we're really excited about our new expansion um, to the York area and it's really gonna open us up to so many opportunities um, to support the local farmers around here and growers um, and as far as ourselves too we, we can expand we can grow so so much um, with this new facility and um, we just yeah we're, we're thankful for the York County development and all of their work that they've done um, in helping us through this process and all the people that have supported us in, in growing in this project so and if people want to find you they can find you on Facebook and then mcleanbeef.com right yep. that's here and so if you want to do any do some shopping you know mcleanbeef.com that's where you'll um, be able to do the online shopping and then facebook.com um, to get some information about their their upcoming expansion and then that'll also redirect to their website as well so thank you Janet and uh, Charmay for sitting down with me I appreciate the time and everything and so um, thank you all and uh, have a great rest of your day this is 17 County a new podcast brought to you by the York County Development Corporation in Nebraska. For more information about life and opportunity in the heartland, visit yorkdevco.com. Come grow with us. And if you liked this episode, be sure to rate and review 17 County on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen.